Hello everyone and welcome to the Kickabout. Crowd trouble at the Hawthorns as United upset the odds and go through against Newport. I'm your host Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Lee. I'm really annoyed. <laughs> Welcome to episode 160, everybody, of the show. Um, we've got no Pete again. I don't know when he's going to be back. If you're listening, Pete, paternity leave us two weeks. It's more like maternity for him. <laughs> yes, he could take the full nine months. <laughs> uh, but no, hopefully Pete will be back soon. Uh, we almost had Shearer tonight as well, but no, no such luck. So just the three of us uh, once again. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about, despite the fact there was... Um, not there wasn't really any upsets this weekend from memory, apart from the obvious one at, at Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's still plenty to talk about, and of course, um, some rather big news coming out of Liverpool to talk about. But before we do all of that, we will start with this. <laughs> Down the stat, man. So yeah, it was just um, boring FA Cup stats this week. Um, and a lot of so you're not going to ask us to name like 25 no. Ecuadorian players that have played <laughs> in Europe or something? No, that's next week. <laughs> um, so since November the 11th, João Pedro and Mohamed Salah are the only Premier League players who have been involved in more goals across all competitions than who? Since November. Since November. Interesting. Interesting, Smithers. Okay. Um, all right. We'll get the answer to that later on. Um, no, obviously, FPL chat to go through, um, but I guess fair warning, <coughs> FPL will be today at the point of it going out because it's a midweek Premier League, so make sure you get your teams up to date. And I very much talk of myself for that because I'm always fucking forgetting, especially when it's midweek. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll jump straight into the action. No kick about alternate universe tonight. Um, but we are going to start with um, a very quick overview of the biggest... Sh- shock of the weekend or the shock of the weekend uh, Ipswich against Maidstone um, it's kind of what the FA Cup is all about really isn't it when you yeah. see results like this is, I guess you're just hoping that if you support a team in the championship or above that it's not your team that's on the wrong end of it especially when you see the stats Ipswich had 30 odd shots on goal Maidstone had 2 and scored 2 so yeah let's uh, let's just run through <laughs> the stats shall we uh, possession 78% to Ipswich 21 to Maidstone 38 shots to Ipswich 2 for Maidstone uh, 13 on target for Ipswich, just the two on target for Mason, obviously. Um, passing percentage, 87%, 49% pass completion uh, for Maidstone. Um, both of their uh, shots, though, were clear-cut chances. So uh, they got that going. Great them. finish for the first one. The first one was unbelievable. Yeah. That, that was like, you know, that's a world... If, if somebody yeah. in the Premier League is scoring like, that, they're, yeah. they're waxing lyrical about that finish. <laughs> Um, and the second one, I think, from memory, was a bit of a sort of breakaway yeah. counter-attack goal, wasn't it? Still a good goal, but that first yeah, one. Yeah, very much so. To have the composure to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. This is what we were talking the other week, weren't we, about the changes that were being touted, or maybe you said that you heard it on Talksport, Dan, about where they were saying where the FA Cup could be seeded. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think that obviously you know Ipswich against Mason could well have been a seeded match given the difference in the teams, but I feel like the random nature of the FA Cup makes results like this all the mm-hmm. more special. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, they got if I remember rightly, they've got Sheffield Wednesday or Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. So not quite maybe the fairy tale away trip that they might have wanted. 
Um, but brought back down to earth this weekend, aren't they, Lee? Who are they playing? And they are playing, <coughs> sorry, in the uh, Kent Senior Cup against um, Punjab FC. Punjab FC. Yeah. That That's genuinely their Genuinely who they're playing this week. <laughs> so they've gone from playing high flyers in the championship and knocking yeah. them out of the, of the FA Cup to effectively playing in their local Saturday afternoon yeah. cup. Um, so yeah, very much back down to earth there. Um, so yeah, I mean we've got the obviously we've got the draw. Um, I mean, how far can this fairy tale go? I mean, from for Mazo, the money that they're gonna get off the back of this, um, it's massive for a club like them. And let's let's not forget here that they're not exactly flying in league two they're 16th mm-hmm. they're not having a very good season um so to turn up and do that to Ipswich, i think is outstanding and, and did anybody see the interview with their manager after the game he was practically in tears really yeah is fa cup yes yeah. i see yeah is it george elicobi yeah um yeah he was he was absolute just in pieces um magical magical stuff as i say we're not going to go too much into it because i think um they're not not in league two either so i just want to say that are they not i thought they're they were national league yeah they're um, national league south, south. Ah. Yeah. so two See, leagues below that. they're 96 places below us. oh okay i read this but it said they'd already knocked out league two opposition sorry that's i thought it meant they were league two okay well that makes it even better then mm-hmm. because they banked 230k in prize money on their way to the fourth round um they probably haven't made that in about five six years yeah, yeah. um i think they're only the the f- I think they're the first non-league team to get this one in the FA Cup since 20, 2008 when Haven and Waterlooville did it. Mm, they lost to Liverpool. I yeah, that's that. right. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I, part of me wanted them to get like a you know a Liverpool away yeah, or a Man City, or City away, yeah. something like that. Just you know, they obviously they're not going to go on and win it, but if you're going to get that far, go and get a massive mm-hmm. payday, go and have an amazing day out for for the memories. Might, might get further now. They've got Southampton, Ips, um, Southampton or Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, Ipswich are second in the championship. Especially as Southampton are pushing for yeah. promotion again as well. If they start resting mm. players like Ipswich did. Yeah, yeah Ipswich made a number of changes yeah. in this game, didn't they? I think they changed almost their entire team. Mm. To be fair, that Maidstone keeper, some of the saves he pulled yeah. off in that game. He may ridiculous. not be there much longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and Sheffield Wednesday, I think they're having a pretty poor season yeah. in the relegation zone yeah. of the championship, aren't they? So, um, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it might be worth a cheeky fiver on them in the next round. Yeah. I can imagine their odds are going to be pretty long again. Um, so, yeah, fair play to Maidstone. Well done. Um, and all the best in the next round. And we're going to move on now to um, a, a slightly um, different uh, tone of, of game, I guess you could say. West Brom nil, Wolves 2. Uh, Pedro Neto and Mateus Cunha with the goals. Um, but the crowd trouble that existed in that game very much overshadowed um, the derby match uh, when you see this sort of thing does it <laughs> does it question I, I can't get my head around why this sort of thing happens in football I don't um, get it I don't get why when fans go through turnstiles at football matches that they just think Do you know what I'm going in there for a scrap I just don't get it yeah no but they uh, they didn't go in for a scrap no they, I, I know they, I know. But... they went in so that they could watch the game but the way they did it was by buying West Brom tickets rather than Wolves tickets. Mm. So when and they then, cheered, when they scored. Yeah, other fans yeah, found out off. they were Wolves fans. That's when all the fights started. But it's funny because, like in, I know it's obviously very different, but in rugby, you get mixed crowds in rugby. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I know you don't want to see somebody else cheering in your face and everything else. I get that. But I don't think I'd ever like feel the urge to punch someone in the face just because you cheered his team mm. scoring. It's, I don't know. It just it's football's just a different crowd, isn't it? Not all, obviously. Like you get your family stands and stuff like that. Well, yeah. speaking of family, um, obviously one of the West Brom players who didn't come back out after the game was restarted. There was a half an hour delay in this game, and he didn't come back out. As I think that he was tending to his family, um, he had to go up into the stand where his family was and pull his uh, his mm-hmm. son out 
and taking down the tunnel um, with all the other players as they went off. So, yeah, really, it was Carl Bartley. Yeah, I've just seen his name there. Um, so I don't know what um, what sort of punishment they could get here, but, I mean, what if you were in charge, what sort of punishment would you look to impose here? What, what's what's going to be serious enough that it's going to um, actually make the fans think twice? They'll just find the club. I mean, it's, it's hard. They're both going to get a fine, yeah. aren't they? But what can you do, really? Because if... How do you police that at yeah. a level? I don't think the point in finding the clubs because what the fans don't care, do they? No. Like, I wouldn't care if they find United. It's so hard to stop. <clears throat> you can't really police it because you can't... How can you check everyone who's coming in is actually a fan of that song? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get, the only way you could protect... Well, even then you wouldn't do it. I was going to say you could do it on a... Like a... If you've signed up to one of the club's websites and, and become a member with that club and paid money towards being a member. Well, Premier League People teams, could get around that and just do it anyway, just yeah, to get the yeah. ticket. Premier League teams, you usually have to, I think, have to be a member to sort of go to games and stuff like that. But the thing really is, in that. the Premier League, it's so hard to get hold of tickets anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it obviously it just spoils the whole thing. And, you know, I think that was a family area where that trouble was all kicking off as well. So uh, really dangerous. And I imagine if there's any young children who were among that, that might have scarred them for life. And they may never, never, never yeah. want to come to football ever again. I mean, if you're going to sit in the opposite end, I feel like you should just not celebrate. Yeah, just keep you, keep you, yeah. you know. I mean, you've done it. Yeah, I've done it. You've done it several yeah. times in the away yeah. games. Um, and they had plenty to cheer in the Chelsea one because we lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the worst when you're like teams winning. And then, yeah, I've been to three Chelsea games and every time United have, United won. Or did we... It was Newcastle, the game you come with. Oh, that was Chelsea Newcastle, yeah. Yeah, yeah even better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I went down to um, St Mary's last year um, to watch West Ham v Southampton. And because we were in a box, it was all through work. Um we were sat basically right behind all the Southampton fans. The West Ham fans were pretty close, but we were in basically with the Southampton fans. And five of us out of the 10 of us in the box were West Ham fans. So we were cheering when we equalised. And fuck me, the looks that we got. We saw, we, we soon cut that cheering short. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because um, like, we're talking about fans, going back to the last game, did you see the Maystone fan that yeah, he fell, fell out down the entire and he rolled down the thing? Of, <laughs> if he didn't fall onto other people, yeah. he would have really hurt himself. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there was it was a weekend for that sort of thing, wasn't it? Because in the in the Pompey Pompey game, game yeah. against oh, Port yeah. Vale, the That's, fan gets on the pitch and chases the referee. The Did you see how old he was? I mean, he didn't look like young just by the way he was running. Sixty-two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw on the news that a sixty-two-year-old man had been fined for. I thought, how bad is your life? Mummy, why is Granddad on TV? <laughs> <laughs> he was walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh god somebody has to get a wheelchair to wheel him off the pitch because <laughs> he can't get off fucking hell so yeah look awful scenes at um, at, at West Brom a good result for Wolves though um, they're having a really good season Wolves aren't they I know yeah. some of the games and results haven't always gone their way but I think actually if you look at the players they lost in the summer we talked about this before um, the way Gary Neal's got them playing I think you'd be pretty happy right now if you're Wolves yeah. though, wouldn't you? well Neto's back now isn't yeah, he? they lost Neto for yeah. a while didn't they with injury and ears their main players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at the table, they currently sit in 11th place. Um, they're only six points off of West Ham in, in sixth. Mm. Um, obviously, that 11th place is a little bit false as well because they've been done over by VAR a couple of times with a few results. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And a few of their Don't games, they haven't. 
they've they've lost and they really haven't deserved to lose. Mm. So, so they could they could very much easily be amongst the uh, yeah, the, the European places right now. So yeah, good good on good on Gary O'Neill there. I think he's um, I really like him. I, I love the way he yeah. conducts himself. I think I'm glad he's doing well just because of how everything happened mm. at the end of last season with uh, Bournemouth. With, with Bournemouth. Um, and you know I, I don't know where they stand financially I know they had to get rid of several of their players last year to sort of balance the books a little bit lost players like Ruben Neves um, you know but they've managed to find a few good players you know they, who else was it who was the player they sold to um, City that you don't hear about Matthias anymore Matthias Nunes yeah that's one yeah, yeah. we don't hear about anymore because he's no. just he'll be the next Calvin Phillips at Man City so. Jimenez went as well I know he'd obviously not been himself. No, he's still on a bit of form now. Yeah, yeah, so. yes, yeah. So yeah, no, good on good on Wolves. Right, um, now we're going to talk. Um, in oh, fact, you know what? We're going to. I was going to say. What's that? Then have Jackie back. Let's move on. We're going to talk. We're going to leave the Liverpool game until last, just purely because obviously there's a much wider range of, of discussion points to have on that game. So we're going to talk about the Newport United game, one of the few FA Cup games this weekend that I watched practically in its entirety. Um, and this is a cracking game. I mean, all jokes aside, Newport gave this a proper go. Um, and at times, actually, I thought that the golfing class in terms of league positions wasn't as much as on paper it should have been. Um, when when Newport got it back to two all. They were in control of that game for mm. for probably ten or fifteen minutes, pushing the ball around, creating space, and I thought, Jesus Christ, are they actually going to turn around a two 0 deficit here and beat United? But unfortunately for them, United's quality eventually shone through. Um, obviously, Dan, you you know, you there were some positives in the game. You had Martinez back, Shaw was back, um, Casemiro. Casemiro back, although he spent most time fouling people, so it must mm. have been just like old times. Anthony put performance in. Yeah, Anthony, let's talk about him. What what man? Um, as a Man United fan, or as any fan of your own team, when you see a player, it's a bit like if you've got a player that everyone else hates, like a Diego Costa. You kind of like you just laugh at everyone else because you think, yeah, well, you're just jealous because we got him. How do you feel about Anthony? We, is it? <laughs> we we look at him and think, what an absolute bellend. Do Man United fans think the same? Yeah, <laughs> I just, I do. Yeah, I don't really. It's a weird one, really. I think he's. I think he's learned that he he came in to the club. Obviously, he was doing all these spinny tricks and stuff like that straight away. I think he's kind of got it in his head now that he's actually not as good as he thinks he is. You think he's been brought down a peg Yeah, or because obviously he could do all that in the Dutch league. And I think he just sort of thought he'd walk into the Premier League and boss it. And it really hasn't happened at all. Um, one of the things the commentators were talking about is that, this, and I completely agree with, is the surprise that... Like the United coaching staff haven't taught him to be more effective on his right foot. Yeah, it's so predictable, yeah. one-dimensional. You know he's going to cut inside his left. Yeah, every time. they were, they were like, exactly you know, it, not necessarily whipping balls in, but even if he's just floating them in, you can mm. do that with your weak foot. Yeah, you'd expect a Premier League footballer to, yeah. to use his right foot enough to just float yeah. across it. But then every single time, you know what he's going to do, and uh, it wouldn't be as bad if he was absolutely lethal on his left foot. Yeah, like, like he's, he's Robin. not Robin, is he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Robin is the gold standard yeah. for that sort but, of thing. You know, like he's lean him back on shots and and the one good shot he had was literally straight at the keeper well the goal he scored with his, with his right foot yeah that was like an open goal rebound yeah it? but I mean this is Anthony we're talking about <laughs> um, but yeah I mean you know I'll give him 10 out of 10 for trying he didn't he didn't shy away from the game even when he, you know, he wasn't having a great game again all of his shots were going all over the place there was one amazing last ditch challenge for a Newport mm. player which sort of blocked what would probably have been a goal um, you know he kept going he got his goal but I mean the celebration 
has caused as a bit of a stir, shall we say, amongst uh, the football uh, football world. Um, when you see a, a player celebrating like that after the season they've had, that is his first goal contribution for nine months. Um, or for his first goal for nine months, I don't know his goal contribution, but certainly it is this season. Is there, a, again, as a United fan, you look at him and think, do you know what, just fucking settle down. You're playing Newport in an FA Cup, you've just made it 3-2. Come on, just... Be humble, get, do it in the Premier League and then do what you like, celebrate as much as you mm, like. I don't think he's going to get a chance in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, Rashford obviously had the stupid celebration when he scored the other day, didn't he? <laughs> get to that in a minute. Yeah. Sorry, I can't celebrate much. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I say we'll get to that in a minute was because obviously the story broke about Rashford and about how he was supposedly uh, missing from training because he was ill, but then he was spotted in Belfast out mm. clubbing with his girlfriend. Um, then called in sick the next day uh, has obviously been dropped from the uh, the cup uh, sorry or the game um, Ten Hag has had quite a stern face when he was talking about it said I'll deal with it it's an internal matter I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it's dealt with um, but in the photo that Rashford is he's doing the celebration yeah. in the photo um, so yeah I mean, what is going on with Rashford I mean this is he just started to get himself back in this 11 started to show a few little hints that maybe he could find a bit of form again and then he goes and does this. I mean, this is just such a lack of professionalism. Well, I saw a thing saying he doesn't get an opportunity to do a celebration on the pitch, so he's doing it in the club instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mean, just, what's, where's, where's his future? I mean, he, he's really... <laughs> it's another Sancho sort of thing, isn't it? It's, I, something about you know, it's like a cancer in there, yeah. isn't it? It's like... There's so many of them. It's not like mm. a, one or two players. There's so many of them with discipline issues. Yeah, there's so many... Well, I said it. I think pretty sure I said it on the chat that there's so many players in that squad I would just get rid of. There's I'm too, there's too much player power in that squad. Ten Hag doesn't seem like a pushover to me. So no, especially if you get rid of him, who do you yeah. get in anyway? Exactly, he's going to be able to I mean. discipline. Like what he done with Ronaldo and obviously what about Felix McGat? You can come in and get him going again. <laughs> I feel like Sim- Simeone would be a good. Oh player. yeah, yeah, yeah. He would literally lock him in the trailer, <laughs> lock him in a cup. I reckon he'd probably end up getting arrested. How <laughs> <laughs> to manage? Yeah, yeah. I, I just—it's a real shame of Rashford because you know he has got, for the most part, he's got the world at his feet. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's a talented player. He's a, a, an England regular for the most part over the last few years. And you think, what are you doing? You can be a real catalyst in this United team to get them going again, and he's just seemingly wasting it. Mm-hmm. And when you see things like this, it really, not only is it a lack of discipline and lack of professionalism, but it also sends sort of I don't care vibes yeah. about it as well, which I think is probably worse. Maybe um, they don't need a, discipli- a disciplinarian. Maybe they need someone like put an arm around them like uh, Southgate or someone. <laughs> well, like Ollie did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hinting there that Southgate for the next May night yeah, job? Possibly. Oh, I'd shoot myself. <laughs> Ollie, Ten Hag, Southgate. It, it would never. <laughs> what a trio! United fans would protest to the end of the earth. Well, they'd have protests anyway, don't they? <laughs> exactly. Just be another day in the office. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, back back to the game itself. Um, Hoyland with another goal as well. Um, I get that this game. I felt like Hoyland was completely. It just didn't really do anything in this game at all. Other Not, than the goal, he just he was so anonymous. No, I don't think that's fair. Like. He was anonymous in terms of being on the ball, but the stuff he'd done off the ball, like he was constantly dragging defenders out of position and stuff like that, leading to the wingers getting on the ball. But the, pro- the problem is, the way United play, we don't play to, to Hoyland. We constantly play it out wide, which is fine, but no one ever crosses the ball into the box. You've got Anthony just constantly shooting on his left foot. Yeah. Garnacho's starting to get sort of a bit greedier. and Yeah. Wants to take his man on first. Before yeah, he'll neither of those two wide players are 
whip it into the box for the striker players. They're both inside forwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I mean, I, I don't know if there's... I mean, we'll do a transfer roundup later on. I don't know whether you're being linked with any strikers at the moment. It's we're two days left of the window. I haven't heard any, any yeah, links. We won't get anyone. Um, so uh, Hoyland is going to be front and centre for the, for the remainder of the season. They're probably watching the AFCONs here. We can snap them now. <laughs> Is it, Gar- <laughs> is, uh, is, it, is it Garlo still available? Can you come back in and do, do a little cameo? Um, so, yeah, look, they got the job done. Um, who did they, who'd you get in the next round? Um, Southampton. No, not no. Southampton. Okay. It was quite a, not an easy tie, but a favourite all time. Was it the winner of Blackburn and Wrexham? I think oh. you might be right, yeah. No, it's one of those two. Oh, that's because it's right there. Bristol City oh. and Forest. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, because I remember talking to another uh, May Night fan and said about Forest. He went, oh, great. Well, it worked out great last time we played him there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in terms of this game, you know, Newport, I thought were fantastic. <laughs> another fantastic, brilliant advert for the FA Cup anyway. Um, two really good goals as well. I mean, yeah. no, the first one took a deflection. Um, but uh, and a very, very good strike. What did you make of your goalkeeper? Because it was a, is that the first we've seen of him? Yeah. What did you make of him and his debut? First and last. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anana's now coming back. No, I'm Cameroon, not confident in either of them. Cameroon are out, so Anana's. If De Gea's still free. <laughs> just, Anana just walks his back and changes. Did I miss anything, yeah. Gaffer? Um, I feel sorry for him because I feel like he was almost trying too hard to make an impact. Because, like, early doors, he was sort of trying to take it round defenders and stuff. What were the boys for? Yeah, and I don't know if he was trying to prove that he can be that sort of goalkeeper. And Martinez had a go at him a couple of times. Yeah, I did see yeah. one, yeah. Um, I mean, there must be added pressure on him anyway because they, it must yeah, feel like they haven't got him. faith in him yeah, because yeah. they made an honest stay yeah. for longer. That's what I mean. I, I, feel, I feel like it's a lose-lose situation, really. Um, but I don't, I don't really blame him for either of the goals. And he made a couple of good saves. There was one that got like half fully smashed at him and he caught it and made it look really easy. Um, whereas Anana probably would have chucked it in the back of the net. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't, I don't think we'll see him again now. Anana's coming back, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Cameron were out today. Will you're playing Thursday, aren't you? With mm. the same day as we are, so he'll probably be back by then. Yeah. Because of his private check, well, he's been rested, hasn't he? True, so. Yeah. Oh, he has been rested, yeah. Cameroon gave him a lovely little rest for the second game. Uh, I think uh, only goalkeeper in AFCON history to not make a save in the tournaments. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's worked out really well for him. Uh, um, right, okay. Uh, we're going to move on then because the the big story of the weekends or leading up to the weekend, Jurgen Klopp will leave Liverpool after nine years uh, at the end of the season. We'll talk about the game in a moment, but obviously this story has been dominating the news. It's been dominating uh, every football website, podcast, social media account, you name it. Um, and uh, yeah, I just want to get your guys' take on the announcement, first of all, comes out on the Friday. It was before the press conference that he was due to have anyway ahead of the uh, the FA Cup match. Um, what do we think about the timing of it all and, and the way it was all kind of announced? I heard them because they've known since November. Yeah. They? And apparently they seem to think that someone might have got wind with it and was going to leak it. So oh, they'd rather oh. have got it out there rather than it being leaked, not by them. So, so they, they were going to leave it until much later in the season, pres- so, presumably. Yeah. All right, well, that, that kind of makes sense because, yeah, on the face of it, without knowing that, 
it felt very, very random, odd and very yeah. random to do that on a Friday why, afternoon. Why would you keep it a secret away from November then all of a sudden yeah. just drop that bombshell right before game? Mm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, in his, you know, I thought the, um, I don't know if you guys actually saw it, um, saw the, the interview that he gave and the announcement. I, it came across quite genuine, quite mm. honest, I thought. Um, I think it's very easy to forget as well. You know, he, you know nine years as a prim- top-level Premier League manager, the, the ups and downs that he's had through various phases of, of, of you know, dominance if you want to call it where Liverpool have been right at the top of the league and then when they've had really weird and crap seasons um, he said you know I'm doing like five six press conferences every week for nine years he said it, is, it just becomes very taxing mm. um, I genuinely think actually I was looking at a picture of him when he first turned up to now fuck me that bloke looks aged. about 20 years older he really yeah. has aged he looks beat up yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't realise he's only in his 50s yeah so um, I think he's um, I think he's earned a break apparently he wants to take a fairly extended break mm. so I don't think we'll see him my guess personally is that he'll end up in the Germany yeah, job yeah I think so um, I think the Euros will come and go um, there'll be a period where there's no international matches anyway so he can have a, you know, a few more months off um, and then I think he'll probably end up in the national hot seat um, I highly doubt we'll ever see him in the Premier League again no. well he said he'll never yeah. manage another team yeah I know but you know sometimes an offer can come in that might tempt him even if it's not a direct rival of Liverpool maybe it could be a, a Newcastle for example he said Rafa like Benitez said that when he left Liverpool as well didn't he yeah and they went to Everton and Chelsea, Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> Newcastle yeah. is that in the Prem yeah. yeah they were yeah. in the Prem at least yeah. for a, at least a season yeah <laughs> um, and he was on the verge of coming to West Ham as well before Real Madrid yeah. contacted him as well. So I just find it odd he's chose this season to do it when he's started to re- rebuild a half-decent team again. Well, that's I thought what he would have done it at the end of last season. Yeah, but that's what he said. He was like, I think he wanted to do it last season because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure he says in the video, well, I, I read it in comments anyway, that he, he wanted to do it last season but he didn't want to leave the club in like in a shit next, position. Yeah. So that's why this season, now that they've started to be on the up again... He wants to leave him in a good position. The problem is, I don't think he's ever going to leave him in a good position because, like what we were talking about earlier, I think him leaving means some of their yeah. top players leave. Yeah, it'll be a domino yeah. effect when yeah. you go. But then, you know. You, and I, for one, cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, you know, when he was making that decision about when to do it, when and whether he looked at, like, United when Fergie left and when Wenger left at Arsenal, when he looked at them and thought, Jesus, those two left just at the point where they were on a downward spiral and look what's happened yeah. since. Um, well, you know, Arsenal have those, somewhat recovered, but Man United certainly have. All haven't. those big players entering their thirties, aren't they? Yeah. So um, yeah, Salah. I mean, we, again, we were saying what off air before we started that, given that uh, what's coming and, and his age and now the uncertainty that this is going to create when he goes, will Liverpool rue not accepting two hundred million for Salah? That in, surprises me even more now. Even if they knew that he wanted to leave at the end of last season, why would you not cash on him? Mm. Because that could have gone towards the rebuild and it's highly likely Klopp leaving means Salah leaves. So yeah. why not get that money for him? Take it now. Because you're probably not going to get 200 million from this year. No. Um, but to be honest, by the time the summer comes around, the whole Saudi thing may have yeah. be, be, be flat know. anyway. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've already seen a number of players now beginning to um, to, to want to pull away. Um, so, you know, this is crashing and burning quicker than I think most people expected it to. Even the, even the Chinese revolution when it started to happen mm. for a bit longer than this. Yeah. <coughs> um, and talking of some of their senior players, um, Virgil van Dijk gave an interview uh, in the last day or two where he was asked about his future at the club. Um, he's only got 18 months left on his contract at the moment, so by the time he leaves, uh, sorry, by the time Klopp leaves, he'll be in, in the last year of his contract. And he he didn't say it in so many words, but it didn't. he certainly didn't say, no, I'm going to be loyal to the club and I'm going to stay and be part of this project. 
he was like, well, I don't know. This is. He, I think he even said this club has got a huge job on to to rebuild after Jurgen goes. Um, so to me, that sounded very much like a, um, you know, I don't really want to uh, stick around because mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work. I mean, this could be. I mean, this is kind of testament to the job that Klopp has done and the respect mm-hmm. that he has of the players. That players are looking at Klopp going, and he's still got you know five six months whatever left, and players are already thinking about their future now. Well, I think even the fans know. Like every Liverpool fan I've spoken to has been like, yeah, we're fucked. There was some guy phoned up Talksport and he said, oh, uh, I'd rather my wife left me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hope she don't listen to the radio. Um so yeah, I mean obviously Xabi Alonso is the, the odds on yeah. favourite to come in. He was fairly coy about it when he was asked in a press conference. Um but it, to me it's it's the only sensible choice. Yeah. Um he's got an affinity with the fans already, he plays the right sort of style of philosophy of football at Leverkusen. Excuse me, and he's doing really well there, and he's so he's get, he's had experience at the at the top end, and he's managed to turn a fairly average team, let's be honest, into a team that's now top of the uh, Bundesliga. He was always touted as Gerard, wasn't it? But he's gone on to really do nothing, has he? No, and so, even if he was doing okay, I mean, he's um, he's just signed a new deal with Saudi, the Saudi club, anyway. So even if he was doing all right, I don't think that's. I, on I the can't cards. see past Alonso really, and if Alonso doesn't go, Deserby, Deserby, yeah. But then you've got to think, he is he eyeing up the Man City job for a couple of years' time? So I don't think Guardiola will be there much longer. No. No. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, this will make, uh, obviously, Guardiola um, the longest-serving manager. I think I think there was only about five months in it. I'll come which way around. Did Klopp come first or did Guardiola? Yeah, Klopp, yeah, Klopp. Klopp. Klopp was first by five months. So Guardiola will be the longest-serving manager in the Premier League. And I think after that, I think it's David Moyes. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, unless you guys can think of any other manager that's been there longer than four, four and a half years. How long's Arteta been there now? Four years? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a good shout. It might be Arteta as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, so what do we think then? So if we look at the squad of players Liverpool have got, which are the ones that question marks are raised in your mind? So Salah and Van Dijk, obviously. Alisson, maybe, yeah. Yeah. He's not getting any younger. What about some of the boys that have come through the ranks that are top players? People like Trent. Trent. Um, do you think they will they will stick around? I think Trent. Yeah, I think like because he's a boyhood Liverpool, isn't he? I can't imagine unless someone like a Real Madrid or something came in for him, then that might tempt him. But you should go there because you don't need to defend really in the Spanish league, do you? So <laughs> he'd be he'd be unreal in that um, league. Robertson. Um, well, he's had a, a bit of an injury hit season this yeah. year, hasn't he? So maybe Chelsea would look at him then. Um, so yeah I I think it's going to be a very worrying time for Liverpool fans I think um, the extra motivation that the players now have to try and win the league and win the FA Cup and maybe win the Europa League as well um, hell they could even it won't be the true quadruple because it's the Europa League got the Champions League but it could still be a four trophy season as, as things stand they've got a huge amount of motivation to do it now but then you sort of all the excitement and and whatever at the end of the season if they do even you know win two trophies, it's going to fall off a cliff the mm. second they realise that the day has come that Jurgen Klopp walks out of that building at Anfield for the last time and, and never returns, and then all of a sudden you've got to look forward. So yeah, if I were Liverpool fans, I'd be I'd be quite concerned uh, about the future. Um, on to the game itself though. Um, pretty business as usual. You would say yeah, this was a fairly. Routine victory, as you say. Um, Curtis Jones is a player that seems to be really having a fantastic season. Um, 
I mean, he, he potentially, what might be one of the few players in Liverpool that might be looking at this and thinking, this is my chance to really step up and, and nail my place as a regular for years to come. Um, Nunes as well. I mean, he's... Started to come... Uh, oh, God, he's so frustrating. Cause he's like, another one I'm kind of looking at on FPL now. Oh, don't. I, I, I've been there, mate. Yeah, mm. I, I had him for a while and he went, like, coming mm. out. The trouble is, is that when he, has moment, when he has time to think about something, he's dog shit. If it's instinctive, he's good. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I think this was this was as it comes. What what do you rate Liverpool's chances? Are? I mean, obviously they're in the the final against Chelsea. Um, how do you think that game's going to go? So that's only a few weeks I'm, away now. I'm gutted this news has come out because I think they're going to be more galvanised now, and more <laughs> determined to win. Uh, I'm not necessarily confident. It's a one-off game. It's a one-off game. It's a final. You never know, do you? Yeah. Um, Jackson will be back. <coughs> well, I mean, start scoring again. Well, you guaranteed a yellow card. Put that on your upper, <laughs> Put that on your better builder for the yeah, yeah for descent. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's wait and see how this plays out. Um, I if I were Liverpool, I'd be looking to. Uh, I'm sure they are working behind the scenes anyway. But if if Alonso is their main target, you know, I'd be looking to get that one done as quickly yeah. as possible. Um, to to at least give the Liverpool fans um assurances of what the future looks like even if they don't agree or whatever with the appointment at least they know what's coming and plans can start to be made uh, as to what they do um, so yeah and that Barcelona job's going to be going as well isn't it mm. so, yes Xavi's leaving it feels like that's been a while coming that one because yeah. he's not really done a no. particularly well Barcelona they are awful yeah. they are so bad yeah. Barcelona are, are an absolute shadow game, of themselves um, which is Kind of a shame because we're all of about this right age where we were growing up with the sort of the teams they had with like Ronaldinho and yeah. when Henri was there and Messi Even obviously. Like Messi, Neymar and Suarez. And now you look at their squad now and you think... To be fair, Chavi, average. I saw Chavi's interview the other day and he was sort of saying, you know, I constantly get asked if I'll be like the Alex Ferguson of Barcelona and stuff like that. He was like, it's impossible for anyone to stay at Barcelona long term because as soon as you have a bit of bad form, like You're everybody out. turns on you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's the same at every top club now, really. That's not mm. just in Barcelona, Real Madrid, probably. I mean, certainly is in the Premier League. Mm. Um, you've only got to look at um, who was it, Arsenal, when things were turning a bit sour. People yeah. were starting to question well, Arteta. Liverpool. I mean, last season, a lot of people were questioning Jurgen Klopp yeah. after everything they'd done for them. And now all of a sudden, they want to build a statue yeah. for him. No, so. they're crying. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, right, okay, um, but in terms of the chat on games, um, that was kind of um, all we were going to go through tonight, um, just because we didn't watch all of them at the weekend, and there wasn't a huge amount of, of talking points, unless we've missed anything obvious, have we, have I? No. Anything you think of? No, um, well, um, I work with a couple of guys that play for Farnham Town. Yes. So they were on ITV News. I think I know day. why. Is this the, 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 the streak? Yeah, because they're obviously the only British team to win every single game so far this season. Yeah, They're also record. two games away from breaking the British record for games one in a row. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. But yeah. It's so funny. Like, so the two guys I work with that play for Farnham, they done the interview because it was on Friday, so I assume most of the other team were working. Right. And honestly, <laughs> my mate, he was like, yeah, we all um, we all just love each other, really. He was like, not in a weird way. We're pink tonight. Oh dear, that's quite. They've had an influx of cash, right? I think yeah. that's what someone was saying. Yeah. Um, well, my union rep at work, he was the manager at Shield or at bottom of their league, and he was always saying that they've got the most money in that mm. that league yeah. quite a long way. One of the guys I work with gets like a grand a week. Really? Yeah. What um, What league are they in? Um, 
It's not National League they're South, like, is it? It's the one below that, isn't no, it? No, there's yeah, a few below that. They're like two below the Yasmin League. Right, okay. So quite far down the pyramid yeah. then. Um, but no, fair play to them. Um, it's a, so to be in uh, almost in February and have a 100% record, doesn't matter what level you play, yeah, that's no. very impressive. So, um, right, okay. Uh, Dan, should we uh, run through some transfers? We've just a couple of days left now of the, um, what's been a very quiet January transfer. I know things t- do tend to happen towards the end of it, but it seems to it needs to ramp up because it's been pretty boring. So Probably far. the thing everyone's struggling with FFP, aren't they? So everyone's got to be so careful. Yeah. Um, well, Brentford have agreed 25 million deal with Club Bruges for 18 year old Antonio Nusa, who apparently Tottenham are also trying to get. Anytime someone steals a player of Tottenham, is uh, it's got to be a win for everyone, isn't it? Really? So mm. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, and apparently PSG are favourites to sign Bruno Guimaraes. From Newcastle, I didn't even know he was being linked away. Mm. Um, is that a, as in for January or was that for the summer? The summer, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> That'll be a massive loss for Newcastle if they lose him because he is a bit of a talisman for them, mm-hmm. um, and he's also loved by the fans as well. Shearer will be devastated if that uh, if that happens. They must be really struggling to stay within the budget if they're going to be selling people. Like I mean, Bruno. he's you know when you look at Newcastle and their what their ambitions probably are. You would think that Guimaraes is going to be one of the players that are kind of central to that build. Yeah. You want to be getting, you want to be shifting the players around that that are a bit more average, for want of a better word, and bringing in players more like Guimaraes' mm-hmm. quality to try and push up the league. If they're going to sell him, it sends a bit of an odd message, yeah. doesn't it, to the fans about what their ambitions are. Mm. Um, Leverkusen are apparently. Uh, oh, sorry, that was wrong. One. Uh, Chelsea are looking to buy Jonathan David from Lille. Oh, he's a player that's been long, probably long overdue a move because mm. he's been scoring goals for quite a while for them. Mm. Yeah, stop scoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chelsea have seen sort of that. Out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good signing. He's um, he's Canadian, right? Yeah. So he, yeah. yeah. It's on um, the Chelsea front. Have you seen the what Osman said the other day? No. Uh, he will be moving in the summer. He knows where he's going, yeah, and it's the Premier it. League. Yeah. But he won't say yeah, who won't it is. Which club. Yeah. So he's suggesting that the, the deal is done. Done, yeah. Um, like realistically, it's United or Chelsea, isn't it? Those are the two. Or some mentioned Newcastle as well, but no, not with their FFP yeah. restrictions. I mean, I know they'll go into a new period in the summer, which might unlock some money. Mm-hmm. But for the amount of money that you'd need to get Oshman in. Uh, maybe that's why they're about to sell It won't be us. We don't do ours till August the 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> For twice the price it would have been <laughs> yeah. on June the 1st. <laughs> so if it's already done, it definitely ain't us. <laughs> that would be a huge Unless it's just done last August. <laughs> have you got any more Chelsea stuff on there? Um, yeah. Okay, I'll let you finish then. Okay. Well, yeah, just um, in case it's something you've yeah. got. Okay. About Broya? No. Oh, okay. Is it about um, Lukaku? No, <laughs> I'm mentioning. Uh, apparently, Fulham are gonna make a second bid for Broya around 25 million. See, Chelsea want 50, though, don't they? For him, and mm. they're just not gonna get that. 50 million. I mean, that's mental. I mean, I don't even when he was playing well at Southampton, I don't think he was worth that. Is there any more Chelsea? Stuff? No, you can do your so. <laughs> I saw a rumor earlier Connor Gallagher to Tottenham, and they are they was willing to. Go to eighty million. Hey, shut up. That's what I saw. I, w- I mean, as much as I don't think Chelsea million. should let him go, I would bite no. their fucking hand off. I don't want to sell him. They're going to give eighty million <laughs> off your truck, yeah. mate. I will drive you there myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no. there's no way. I saw it on a million. Chelsea thing. I don't this know how old this is. A whole is, new but... standard for English. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is uh, Daniel Levy. We talk about. He's no. never paying eighty million no. for for that. 
that's why I was a bit dubious about Can it, you, but I thought you, I'd bring it up. Just for argument's sake, let's say it goes through. <laughs> Chelsea, I mean, we've we've criticised heavily their transfer in policy about their contracts and, and who they've bought. But can you imagine that they'd be sitting there having gained a hundred and fifty million from Mount and Gallagher? Well, Absolute are, genius. We're top of the table for I don't know how many years it is now, but for player sales, we're over a billion in player sales. I think it's ten years or something, and we're top of the table. <laughs> That's mental. We're a selling club, mate. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the news, the reason I mentioned Lukaku is because obviously he's going to come back again in the yeah. summer, and I'd heard that Chelsea put something about thirty-five million. Tag on him. Just, I feel like that's just high. Get rid of him. I feel that's too high. Just cut your losses. Cut his contract. Where's he at right now? Is he at Roma? It's Roma, yeah. Is he doing? What's he doing over well, there? Well, the the talk was that he was going to stay there, and now Jose's gone. Yeah, doesn't sound like they want him. Interesting. And do we know? Is he scoring much over there? Don't know. Don't care. Don't know. <laughs> no. Well, I'm mean, interested. Yeah, I mean, he's going to come back to Chelsea in the summer, so they're going to have to do something with him. Um, he can't he, play for us again. Well, I'm just thinking about it. They've just got to move him on from a money point of view because otherwise he'll be sitting there sapping wages. Yeah. Um, I don't know what deal they've done with Rome and how much The Roman fans will never right take now. him back. No. Um, sorry, go on. No, that's all right. Um, just sort of lastly, Villa apparently made a, f- a third bid for Morgan Rogers from Middlesbrough. Never heard of him personally. Didn't play too well the other night, did he? <laughs> no, Middlesbrough have had a couple of decent players over the last couple of years, haven't they? Mm. Some have been on loan. Um, but yeah, they did uh, They did get a bit of a spanking from Chelsea last week. You can see six to Chelsea. You know, <laughs> <summing> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, this is, we were saying, didn't we, when we were walking to kids at school, that you know you were so clinical against Middlesbrough, mm. but let's not jump the gun. And then, of course, you yeah. draw a blank against Villa yeah. again. And, and they had so many good chances to yeah. score. It's just, it's so weird how it's just the constant battles and forwards yeah. with that. Um, so nothing about United, mate? No, no, no mate, chance no, for nothing at all. Well, there's still a couple of days to go, so <laughs> I'm sure they'll uh, find 80 million and go and buy a Gallagher or something, mm. team them up with Mason Mount. Uh, maybe they could trade him back. <laughs> I'd give him back for free. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, um, I don't think there was anything else I wanted to um, to bring up, um, so I guess we'll move on. It's going to be a short show tonight, depending on how the quiz goes. If it's anything like last week, it might go on a bit longer. Uh, and we'll start rounding out the show with this. Down the stat, man! So, since November... The 11th, Xiao Pedro and Mo Salah are the only Premier League players who have been involved in more goals across all competitions than who? And it's a Premier League player. Yes, Premier November. League player. So are you talking... I want to say Solanke. Oh. No. No. Kudus? No. Who else has been Palmer? tearing up? No. Oh, it's not um, the Wolves, matey. Huang? No. No, the other one, Cunha. Um, yeah, Cunha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthias Cunha. Yeah, for, further evidence that Wolves are... Uh, mm. And you said Huang first, and he's had a great season. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got two two gems there. Um, right. Ready for the quiz? Let's do it. Right. FA Cup weekend, so we've done a FA Cup quiz. Okay. So some of these <coughs> might be a little bit easy, some of them might be a little bit harder. We'll, right. be, the, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> so we'll write them down and then we'll go through them at the end mm-hmm. and top the points. So question one. 
what season was the first FA Cup in? Oh, fucking hell. Please tell me this wasn't one of the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the oldest football competition. Yeah. Oh, shit. In, uh, I think in the world, actually. One of those ones where you write an answer down and you think, is that is that going to be ridiculous mm-hmm. or is that going to be about right? What are we doing? Are we doing closest wins? Yeah, we can do closest wins if you like. Yeah, I've got no clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Mm-hmm. Done, yeah? yeah? Right, question two. How many levels of the football pyramid can enter the FA Cup? How far down does it go? Uh, trying to think what we're at. Because we obviously can't, <laughs> so it ain't, it ain't all the way we're down. Way below. Yeah. <laughs> we're, sl- we're slightly further down. We don't even get in the FA vase, let alone the FA Cup. I did have to turn down an invitation to the Johnstons. Uh, what's it called? The Papa John's Trophy. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit beneath us. Sorry, I'm rummaging around because I'm trying to find a cable because my phone batteries are getting a bit low. You ever played in the FA? You've busted played in, the, in one of the I early played, rounds. Yeah, for Westfield we played in the uh, preliminary rounds. Okay. Yeah. What year was the last final at the old Wembley? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What stadium was used whilst the Wem- uh, the new Wembley was being built? Yeah, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, he's not sure. I thought that was a tap in there. I might be before my time. I can help me. It wasn't that long ago. Early two thousands. Uh, done, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So the next one, you can decide if you want to do nearest wins or whatever. How many teams have won the FA Cup? Oh, my word. And name them. No, <laughs> Point if you name them all. Some of them don't even exist anymore. Um, that's another one, isn't it? Go too high and it might be ridiculous. Bearing in mind, so I will give you a, a clue that FA Cup... Uh, was stopped during World War One and World War Two, so there was a period where it wasn't played. Yeah. So, has that changed your first answer? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> what did you put like 1960 or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll try that. We'll go nearest on that one. Yeah. There's a few questions we'll probably end up going nearest yeah. on. Well, we can decide as we go. Yeah. Through. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've just got a random number. How many teams have won the FA Cup? Oh, sorry, no, style. Who has won the most FA Cups? Um, you can have an extra point if you guess how many. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> a draw in the final would have resulted in a replay up until what year? Ooh, really? You imagine doing them? This shocked me a little bit, so I'll give you a little clue. Okay, it must be me. recent-ish then. Oh, was that the clue? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, go with that. Yeah. Who is the only player to score in four different finals? Four different finals. Mm-hmm. Um, for the same team. Yes. Does this have a gap? Yeah. Yeah. I assume that's the uh, thing. Yes. Yes. He did say that. He did say that. Right it's just stuff. dawned on me. It's <laughs> good change all of his answers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Welcome back to the room now. That one's not Cape Verde. What was the question again? Oh, yeah, no. Who's, who's scoring? <laughs> Jeez, someone get a bit of chalk here. Um, 
Can he? Yeah. He's, he's going to have to have stuck around unless they were just old and so incredibly dominant. Um, I'll go with that. I'm going to change my answer. That's going to, that could bite me in the ass. I've got a team in my head, but I'm just trying to think. I don't think that's... I don't want to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with that guy. Yeah? Yeah. Who has scored the fastest goal in the competition's history? And another one, extra point, closest to the, the time. Okay. How exact do we have to be on the time? To the second. So it's obviously within the first minute then, okay. Right, Roger that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Right, we did it last week and do it again. Guess the attendance but for two FA Cup games. Go on then. So Newport versus Man Manchester United. Obviously closest wins. That, really. uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. And West Brom versus Wolves. At the start, not once everyone got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. Done? Right. That's it. I think there's going to be some very interesting answers here. I think right. I could be embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Have you changed your answer to number one? Yeah. Can you tell us what it was before? 1955. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK. So what season was the first FA Cup in? I mean, I still don't think I've gone early enough, to be honest. I went 1912. Okay. I went 1930. Right. 1871 72. Really? Wow. Yeah. So does that mean I get the point? Can't be that far off. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years out. Nil nil. <laughs> uh, how many levels of the football pyramid can enter the FA Cup? I went seven. I went eight. Ten. Really? That's uh, way down. Nine. And what fucking three. level do we play at then? About 16 <laughs> yeah, I know Farnham are in the FA Vase not the FA Cup so I knew it was quite low down Do, are Alton are they the same they yeah, Vase, same as, well. Vase as well yeah. uh, what year was the last final at the old Wembley I went 2004 I went 1994 hell no no 2000 oh. uh, still nil nil then yep um what stadium was used whilst the new Wembley was being built? Go on, mate. I'll let you use this one. I know what it is. I'd put Millennium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know that. I kind yeah. of did, but you know when you like think you know it and you're like, <laughs> is that right? Oh, one, one. Um, how many teams have won the FA Cup closest wins? I mean, I just rounded it to a 30. I put 22. 44. Fuck. So two on Chris. Who has won the most FA Cups? This is a two-pointer, so... I went... The team and email. I went Arsenal with nine. Yeah, that's a good shout. I was torn between Arsenal. For some reason, I think it's United, and I went 13. You as close as the number. You was right, it's Arsenal, and it's 14. Point each, then? So point each. What was it for? It's 3-2 to me now. 3-2. Yeah. Uh, a draw in the final would result in a replay up until what year? I mean, I would have said a lot further back had you not given him this, mm. this clue. I went 1990. <laughs> I put 2000. 1999. 
Oh, so you get the point yeah. then. Yeah. I, I, 99? I know, I couldn't believe so that. So seven years of Premier League football was being played and yeah. you could actually have a replay, a replay at Wembley. Yeah. Wow. That's mad. And it wasn't always replayed at Wembley. So if they had to replay it, I think sometimes it went to like... Old neutral grounds, yeah. Like yeah. I, I still miss that. I miss the semi-finals being played at a neutral venue. Yeah. I feel like it takes the magic away yeah. of the final being played at Wembley. All right. Who is the one player to score in four different finals? I had Henri and I changed it to Drogba. Okay. Yeah, good chance. I wanted an Arsenal player, so I went for Anelka because I thought Chelsea Arsenal both got mm-hmm. to the final. He said same team though. It was all for the same team. Might have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was Drogba. Yeah. Uh, four two. No, four three, sorry. Yeah. Uh who has the who scored the fastest goal in the competition's history? Um, to be honest the only one I can remember that scored a very fast goal was good one and I don't think it's him but I went 52 seconds so hopefully I'll get a point on okay. the goal yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure this was Premier League not FA Cup but I went Mane and I put 30 seconds ok it was Louis Saar mm. and it was 27.9 seconds that for United or for that was for Everton yeah I remember it now. Mm. no points there so um Guess the attendance. Mm-hmm. So Newport versus Manchester United. And what was I, the score? Was it 4-3? Uh, yes, 4-3 to me. 4-3, so you need to win both of these. Yeah. yeah, it's the reverse of last week. I'm not very good at these. <laughs> You've not been very good at most no. of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, I've actually done much better than I thought I was going to do. Um, for the Newport game, I've put 14,600. Okay. I went, I think it's a lot lower, I went 6,500. Oh, 9,086. So who's closer? Me, you just. just. Yeah. West Brom versus Wolves. <sighs> this was a complete guess. I went 36,400. I went 27,000. 25,013. There we go. Ah. Cheers, mate. Another good yeah, one. Cheers. Another good quiz. Um, some quite eye-opening answers. I, I still can't get my head around 1999 I know. For a that really shocked me earlier when I was going through different sort of facts and that about the FA Cup. Look at that, 1999. So I wonder when the last... Did you happen to see when the last game went to I a replay? I did, but I can't remember what it was. It wasn't any time... So even I though that was there, it yeah. wasn't actually no. like used for There's a only been two, two FA Cups settled on penalties, I think it was. Really? Yeah, because it used to go to a replay. I think it was 2007 and 2009 or something. The only two that have gone mm. to penalties. Mm. They might not have been the correct years, but it's around that time. Nice. Well, there you go. Learn something. Every day's a school day. That's what they're saying. Isn't it? So, right, there we go. Well, a much uh, shorter episode uh, tonight uh, than usual. Almost got to the hour mark. Um, make sure you tune in tomorrow for more uh, shenanigans from LMA Manager. We're just a couple short now of the uh, the live stream. If Arsenal you... Sheffield Wednesday was the last FA Cup final replay. In what year? 1993. Okay, not that far, not that long ago then. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you enjoy seeing me uh, experiencing pain, um, then you would have enjoyed most of this season, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> there'll be <laughs> there'll be one especially funny moment in tomorrow's episode, which. Uh, Obviously, Dan knows, but Lee has had a sneak peek at that as well, so make sure you tune in on that. Um, and, of course, make sure you share us around all the socials, um, give us reviews on, on whichever app that you listen to our podcast on, and we'll be back as normal next week, so we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.